going live. Hey everybody, what's up, what's good? I'm Amari Daniel and you're listening to Safety Meeting Food Podcast. Thanks for checking this out again or if this is your first time, thanks for clicking in. I mean, listen, if you know like I know, this is where you'll want to be every Wednesday listening to this podcast front and center. So today's guest, I mean, it's, it's really just a continuation from last week, but it's going to be even better because our guest does something way more exciting than what I do. Yeah, cooking is cool, okay, but cooking is not it, right? You've you got to set the scene first. Yeah, yeah, I just, I want you, let's take some time to just picture a beautiful tablescape, some lovely decor. You smell that? Is that is that florals? Is that flowers you see? You smell? Oh my goodness. Listen, I, I don't want to keep going on. Our guest, well, frankly, this intro won't do her any justice, okay? She's the better half of Full Plate Dallas. She's also my better half. And I'm so grateful for her to join me from all the way from the living room right here in the office. It's Sequoia Rugs. Hey. Hello. Hey. <laughs> How's it going? It's going great. Good, good, good. I appreciate you coming in today. You know, I don't want to take up too much of your valuable time because I'm, I'm sure you've got an arrangement to whip together uh, <laughs> after you're done with this. <laughs> it's completely fine. I, I'm actually really excited to be here. Um, I have been just like itching to be on this podcast. Is that so? Yes. But you know, I've had a couple of other people DM me about trying to get on the podcast, but <laughs> I told them not before you get here. <laughs> You got to be the first guest. So, let's just dive right on in. Mm-hmm. What what in you said, hmm, let me start a business with Amari? What, what made you decide to, 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 to start this business with me? Okay, so for a while you were working at a French restaurant in Dallas. And um, I came in and helped you guys out for a while. And that mm-hmm. was my first experience working with my partner. Uh, yes. Right? Then, for a while, I was working with a wedding designer we did florals and then you came on with us and we were doing floral installations and I think for six months it felt like we were just living out of hotels and airbnbs and it was really fun you know and I was like okay we could really make this work so at some point we decided let's go ahead and just do our own thing yeah pretty much (laughs) yeah and so that's pretty much how full plate was born for sure I mean it's great when what you do for work also coincides with what you do as a passion, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. So, like, yeah, you did florals, I was cooking somewhere else, but to be able to take that and do it and work for yourself, it's, it's probably next level for me, I think. I don't, I don't want to do, I wouldn't want to do it with anyone else because you're just, you're just so focused, laser focused on <laughs> making sure that things get accomplished in a way that I don't, you know. It's a lot. You know, hey. Don't be hard on yourself. It's a lot of information and just... Like on the back end. Yeah, no, for sure. It can sure. be overwhelming. Well, see, yes. since you mentioned the back end, uh, <laughs> I know what you do, but why don't you tell people what you do? Obviously, admin is, is a part of that, right. of course, and interfacing with the, the public. Mm-hmm. You know, but what, what's the fun stuff? The fun stuff would be talking with clients, getting an idea of what they want, what their vision is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, going and shopping. No, I know you love that. Because <laughs> we'll hang out at Target and uh, Home Goods and World Market. You know, just like and at home. Yeah, of yeah, my favorite place. <laughs> just like purchasing like inventory and then just you know all the beautiful things that we can find to really make the vision happen. And and the most fun is day of. 
making it all come together. Sometimes people will kind of peek in and see like the progress and they get really excited, you know. Yeah, they always peek in on. I'm glad they don't peek in on me because I'm I am the opposite. Okay, this Mm -hmm. time you painted such a lovely picture. (laughs) Me in the kitchen though, it's like literally hell's kitchen. Somebody's screaming in my head at least. Yeah, and I'm just I'm working hard. Yeah, you get really intense. (laughs) (laughs) The cooking is intense and it's kind of like it can be a fragile thing if you're not careful. So you know. Working with florals and decor, it's a little bit more slower paced, but you, you're like back there, like whipping up steaks and, you know. I mean, yeah, but <laughs> if, if it doesn't look good, then the vibe is off. That is true, yeah. You know, and you do a very good job. I mean, I dare say you do an excellent job of making sure that the scene is set for people when they, they pull up to the dinner table. Well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it's great. So, okay, when you're, when you're picking your arrangements or... Or when you're deciding on what to kind of put, what color scheme to put together, how do you go about that? Do you talk to the, do you talk to the, the clients? Yes, definitely. You know, they, they normally convey what theme they want. I know uh, last summer, literally summer was the theme. Right. You know, yeah. summer, <laughs> summer garden theme. And so that's all that they really gave me. They were like, you know, color palette, do whatever you want. So I kind of just went with like pinks and yellows and oranges and then you uh, curated a menu around that you know basil herbs you know even the cocktail was I think herby inspired or I'm pretty sure yeah something. yeah so usually a client will know what they want but I also get I, a lot of leeway I yeah. would say so far at least okay so yeah. so what's it like in those instances when you when they don't they don't have a preference you know do you what's your inspiration when you have a well, free-for-all, essentially. My inspiration? Um, I mean, I have a personal style anyway. I do like, you know, uh, cottagey garden vibes, okay, like yeah. free-form. So nothing is ever too stuffy mm-hmm. or too traditional or too classic, you know. So uh, luckily everyone's had an appreciation for that, you know. Yeah, so, no, that's a plus. Yeah. I have not heard a single complaint. <laughs> yeah, that and then just being on a Pinterest helps and just, you know, like there are things that are on trend at the moment, which is relaxed, casual, uh, sustainable, mm-hmm. you know, like I know a lot of the um, ingredients that you use tend to be, you know, gar- like straight from the garden, yeah. for instance, mm-hmm. so I think that's like a lot of what our style is, like yeah. casual, you know. For relaxed. sure, yet still elegant. Ele- elegant. Elegant. Can't get it out. Yeah. <laughs> Must be that cocktail of the day. <laughs> is it sitting in? I think it's, I think it's hitting hard, okay, <laughs> we have to, we'll get to that part, but this is a good one. Okay, so great. So... You clearly, anybody can listen to you for five minutes and realize that you have a very strong passion for flowers. Where did that come from? I do. I think I noticed when um, I picked up photography as a hobby, you know, and I was like, why am I only taking pictures of flowers? I, I hardly, I try to take, you know, uh, pictures of people, portraitures, I've done engagement photos, you know, but something about just sitting outside in nature Taking pictures of flowers, it comes easiest to me there. Yeah. That's when I noticed it. And then, um, so when we started to pivot to florals with the wedding business that I was working with, it became more of a focus in my life. And I was just like, this is amazing. I love it. I want to keep doing it, you know? So now I'm a freelance florist with the company. And so I'm excited to just get to explore that love even more. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. It's it's great when, like, multiple areas overlap, right? Mm-hmm. You know, because for me, I don't directly deal with florals, but herbs are a part of the flower 
in some capacity. I don't really know, but what I do know is that it starts from the seed, okay? You gotta grow that thing in the sun, a little water, a little love. Well, see, luckily, in this household, (laughs) we're starting a garden in the backyard, and you will become very familiar with the the inner workings of all of it, so, you know, time. This is about to be a farm-to-table, seed-to-stem business. Literally, literally. (laughs) Do you think there's any possibility that you would go beyond arrangements? Like, somehow take flowers and maybe make other things to give our, our clients. I know I know that I have, you know, a takeaway that I like to, to leave people with, but is there is there any chance to maybe leave them with some type of flower essence or an essential oil or a, oh, yeah. a dried bouquet or something? I have really been into flower essences uh, lately and the healing properties of them. Also, the idea of preserving flowers mm-hmm. is really important to me because... You know, the floral industry, you know, with the, um, the, imperti- the practices that people use to harvest flowers okay. can be very damaging to the environment. So I do think it's really important to, you know, like grow at home, right. you know, and preserve, you know, those practices I think will just be really common in the future. Okay. We'll see it. So yeah, just all things flowers, all the things that flowers can do. I just, I love all of it. Okay. That's good. Yeah, I, I mean, I really, I like what you do. Oh, and you know what? I've really been noticing that um, people have been doing these really intense floral installations mm-hmm. for like, like you see it on TV, celebrities, yeah, right. music videos, right, right. all kinds of sets in movies, just like really elaborate setups. And I think like one day if I could do that, that'd be really cool. I know yeah. that somebody, if we came into a client that really wanted that, that'd be great. Maybe like a, for a mm-hmm. baby shower or something. Mm-hmm. Some yeah. type of like engagement ceremonies. I know that, yeah. that we're looking to expand uh, to, you know, our reach in the future. And so I think mm-hmm. an installation piece would be really cool for you to do. Yeah, something yeah. huge. We've done that before, you know. And yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> you know, it can be really intense, super heavy. It was very expensive, heavy. Expensive, oh. you know, but mm. it's always worth it in the end. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. Alright, so I want to just switch gears for a moment. Obviously, you do decor. Mm-hmm. And we discuss kind of where we get some of our things from and, you know, where you source some of your inspiration. But what is it like actually talking to each of the, the clients? You know, is it... I know I talk to them briefly in terms of a menu, but since since I'm the one in the kitchen, they pretty much, unless it's a dietary restriction, they say go for it. But what, what is it generally like when you... When you talk to our clients or to a new customer, what is, what is that like? What has that been like? Is it pretty, pretty easy, easy? Yeah, no, it's always easy. Um, I think that people come to us because they want us to execute something that they aren't sure that they can do, you know? So that leads to people being like, do whatever you want. Just make it really pretty, Mm -hmm. you know? So, (laughs) and I'm kind of like, I'm hoping I'm not like shooting myself in the foot by saying this but like it's been like effortless because people really trust that I can just like create something that they can be really like proud of or excited because people do come to us for like private dinners because of an anniversary or something Mm -hmm. so like one person in the party like will know like it's happening like like the husband or something but then the wife may not be expecting anything so you know People like to give you free reign because it's your expertise, you know? So You're absolutely yeah. right. <laughs> I, I know that um, I actually did a dinner here, of, what, last month um, without you. And mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I wish no one had given me free reign um, because I'm not, that's not my specialty. 
you know, mm-hmm. is, is setting a mood or just setting the general tone. I set the tone by how good the food smells in the kitchen, but I can't be in two places at once, right? That's true. So I did have to enlist the help of others. And fortunately, they also uh, very much care about aesthetics. And so oh, it was okay. able to come to, yeah, yeah, it was able to come together pretty well. Uh, but I just know that had you been there, I think you would have been able to take it. That's a few steps, <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? This is what you do. Okay. They did a fantastic job. And if they're listening, thank you. Shout out to y'all. And we can come back. <laughs> um, but yeah, just trying to have, you know, they would. They were asking me for input. And that's, you know, for me, that's an area that I definitely need to work on in terms of uh, just general paying attention to. I pay attention to what you do. But at that point, it's after the fact because everyone's sitting down at the table, you know. And so I'm talking courses and mm-hmm. talking flavors and profiles, you know, and, or discussing the wine or the cocktail that we put together, like, you know. Uh, so I, I wish you could, I definitely wish you could have been there on that one. But yeah. you're going to be, I know. Yeah. Because one thing that. that we do is we go out and we kind of curate and purchase, mm-hmm. you know, uh, because we are a newer company building out our inventory. But like, it would have been really cool to be in someone's home and then try to just make do because yeah. we're in Chicago and not in Dallas with all of our items. Absolutely. <laughs> so that would have like probably pushed me out of my comfort zone and that would have been really fun because I'm so used to having to make do, mm-hmm. you know, and these days we do have access to money to purchase what we need yes. when we need it. So that would have been fun to kind of like just figure it out. Yeah. You know? So you hinted at where the dinner was. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, you know, we were in, or I was in Chicago when I did that dinner. So that means that uh, Full Plate Dallas is not just Full Plate Dallas, right? So we do kind of move about and we can accommodate other areas, other parts of the country. And that's, I know, something that I'm looking forward to um, in the this year and beyond is, is kind of taking Full Plate uh, and making it more of a traveling business yeah if you will. yeah that'd be really cool yeah right mm-hmm. so do you i know that you and i have discussed a few things that we'd like to do um in regards to where we're at currently but do you have any ideas of where you'd like to see full plate go like what direction do you want to see us expand to so i don't really fixate on what i think we will do I just know how I want to feel while working Mm -hmm. with the business, you know, and I want to feel like I'm making um, very specific kind of connections with with specific kind of people. I see. You know, I I will say I want more of a focus on um, everything being literally homegrown, whether it be from our own garden or if we um, partner with other gardens in other cities, wherever we do pop-ups maybe. Right. So, yeah. So I don't, I don't really focus too much on like where it'll go because I know it's going to be great. You know, I yeah. just want to make sure that we stay aligned with like, you know, how yes. does, how does the business make us feel? And I think that's really the most important thing ultimately is, is how does it make you feel when in whatever industry you're working in or whatever hobby you have, how does it make you feel? And I just want to say thank you so much to you because this has made me feel very good. The support <laughs> that you give me both in and outside of the kitchen has been amazing and I couldn't ask for a, a better partner in all senses of the word. Oh, thank you. So I just, you know, I just want to give you a little, little thank you oh. here. <laughs> you know, I, I hate to wrap up this conversation, but our, our ice cubes are melting. Oh, I'm looking are, down at your gosh. cocktail and this, oh, oh mine are gone. Mine yeah. are practically gone as well, which you know what that means. It's 
time to switch gears to our cocktail of the day. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? Mine is very sweet. Okay, good. Good. So, this week, we're getting two for one, right? So, usually, I give a recipe for one cocktail that, she, that you should try. Well, I figured I would make a cocktail that best suits my guest and, of course, myself. <laughs> because uh, Thank you. I thought so. I mean, we can't be sipping on the same. We could. We could. But you and I have slightly different tastes. We do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So... This week, the first cocktail is a riff on a Crown and Coke. Mm-hmm. And for the people out there, when I met you, I met you at a dinner party, which is top tier for me, a tourist. Right. <laughs> to, to meet, Very on brand. <laughs> to yeah. meet you at a dinner party. And I noticed that that was the drink that you ordered. You ordered a Crown yeah, Coke. It yeah, it was. It was. And the drink that we're having today on my behalf is a gin and tonic, because that's what I ordered mm-hmm. uh, at the dinner. It was. So we'll, we'll we'll go over the specs for your cocktail first. So, it's um, it's Crown and Coke, but it's it's amped up a bit. So we've got two ounces of Crown vanilla. Okay, mm-hmm. we've got one ounce of I put Disarono, but you could use any type of amaretto liqueur. Um, I topped off the rest of the glass with Coke, and it's finished with just a little bit of lemon juice. Sorry, oh. lime juice. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even taste the lime. I. It's the amaretto. That's it's taking make, over, It's yeah. making it very fragrant. It's that almond yes. flavor, you know? I, look, I am a sucker for anything that's almond flavored. Yeah. So, it's perfect. No, I know. I knew you'd like it. And the lime is so, so, I added so little because, quite frankly, I wasn't sure if that would clash a bit with the crown, the vanilla crown. Mm-hmm. But I think I would probably go a little harder on that one next time. Okay. Um, and so, for my cocktail, um, pretty standard gin and tonic. It's, it's. Two ounces of your preferred gin. I'm using uh, Seagram's Extra Dry. I top the rest with elderflower tonic water uh, because I like the floral notes that come from that. I mean, you, I could have definitely added St. Germain instead. Mm, also a favorite. Oh, yeah. It's so good. So elderflower good. is so good. So instead, I just put elderflower tonic water and then five dashes of Angostura bitters. So it made it kind of a pink hue, a little bit of a grapefruit kind of vibe, yeah. but it tastes good. So it's it's still very much your standard gin and tonic, but there's floral notes, um, and then uh, the bitters. You can it's less about taste and more about appearance. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, it's it's only halfway done, but it yeah, well, it you is have a lot of it. It's strong, you see. I mean, both I made these both a double. I knew we were going to be sitting here. Right. And I just wanted to make sure that we were both comfortable. Well, it worked. <laughs> Did it work? No. Okay, good. I'm glad it worked. And I'm so glad that y'all tuned in this week to another episode of Safety Meeting Food Podcast. I'm Mari Daniel, and we'll catch you next time. Bye.